0: Copen in Copenhagen, Copen in Copenhagen, Copen in Copenhagen, Copen in Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Welcome to the Six Shop Podcast, copying Copenhagen, your modern guide to living in the city of Copenhagen. We talk about Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. We, we talk, talk about, about Denmark. Denmark. We talk about Scandinavia sometimes. 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 We touch upon it. Uh, and, and, and we, we do lots of we do lots of stuff. My name's Owen. That's Marius. Yep. And, uh, and, and and you know what we've been at this for a long time. We bloody have. And you know what something I've never got about Denmark? What? It's politics. Yeah. So Marius, what are we talking about today?
1: Well, uh we are talking about <laughs> politics. Oh, really? But uh <laughs> Segue.
0: It's not just you and me on cuz no. uh, that would be uh, probably very uh boring. <laughs> it, <laughs> it might be fun, yeah. but it wouldn't be very informative. It would be very misinformed, yes. Yes.
1: Uh, so we've brought in uh, uh, a yes, a, a politician, mm-hmm. I should say, mm-hmm. uh, an expert on the field, uh, David
0: uh, Sepernick. Mm-hmm. Um And I I sadly couldn't be
1: part of the conversation, but uh, you uh, had a a, a good conversation with him.
0: Yes, I did. I had a fantastic uh, conversation with David Munisepernik. He is a member of the municipality of Fredericksburg uh, uh, in the council, and uh, he's been involved in politics for a long, long time. Uh, We started off... uh, getting involved with the European Union and then through that he actually got involved with Danish politics and then he got into local community politics and mm. fascinating stuff. So we have a, a, a long, varying, interesting conversation about how he got into politics, what Danish politics are, is, uh, how it works, how Danes vote and then we get into some very interesting stuff about the international community within Denmark and 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 how Denmark and Danish politics kind of works with that and balances it out it was a fascinating fascinating conversation and uh, just another piece of information because it was so informative we are going to keep David on yeah as a uh, political correspondent exactly Uh, he's going to come on every month and give us a continual roundup of Danish politics so if you didn't get it all in this conversation there will be more and we will be be delving deeper and into more parties and stuff but this is a fantastic uh, uh, um, introduction yeah, into uh, politics in Denmark and Copenhagen, and and and, uh, and for those of us who aren't Danish, I think it's very enlightening. And uh, I really want to say thank you very much, to David, for coming in. He was a very busy man, as from the start of the interview morning. you'd be able it's, to tell.
1: It's it's a Thursday, it's a working day, so yeah. uh, uh, I think the first thing actually was uh, that I emailed you this yeah. morning. The first thing <laughs> I do when I got up, yeah, uh, and then uh, off to work. uh, yeah. uh conference uh, at the confederation of uh, danes industries about health tech okay that's part of my my uh it's work related yeah uh, i work with life science uh, professionally so uh, mm. yeah and i've actually been there for seven, eight hours, uh, ran through the rain to get here. Yeah, Uh, Yes, so that's my day so far.
0: Thank you very much, David. I appreciate uh, appreciate you running through the rain. I mean, I I would have easily accepted a phone call saying, look, I can't make it today. It's it's, the weather's too bad. (laughs) But no, I appreciate it. Um, So you are a a council member for Fredericksburg.
1: Exactly,
0: yeah. Uh, Can you tell me, okay, let's be straight here. I'm a complete layman. I do not understand the political uh, systems in Denmark, let alone the fact that we're in Fredericksburg, which is different to Copenhagen. Da, 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 da. So if you could give me a very basic breakdown of what I should know about your position and politics within Copenhagen. Yes.
1: Well, it, and it is a bit complicated, uh, especially if you're an outsider. Yeah. Um, I'm a city councillor for the Social Liberal Party, mm-hmm. uh, which in Danish is Radikale uh, Venstre, uh, directly translated... To radical left, mm-hmm. but it's not a radical left party. It's a social liberal party. Actually, yeah. it's a center party. So that's the first thing yeah. you, you you need to know. At least if if if, if you're uh, running for my party, that you cannot translate it directly be- because people would think that you're actually uh, running for a, an extreme left wing. Yeah. I, I party. did notice.
0: I did notice in some of the articles I was reading that it would change from social liberal to radical left. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's, that's that's very important to 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 make that absolutely clear. Uh, we are on, on a traditional sort of right-left wing. Uh, we are uh, to the right of the social democrats and uh, to the left of the uh, liberal party and the conservative party. Mm-hmm. And historically, we've actually been supporting uh, for the last 20 years, the social a social democratic government, but before that, for about 10 years, mm-hmm. a conservative government. So that's sort of the, the broad picture yeah. uh, where I come from. Yeah. Um, locally... Um, I was elected three, almost four years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a city council responsible and spokesperson for uh, housing, education um, and social affairs mm-hmm. uh, in the in the municipality of Fredericksburg, where we are located right now. Mm-hmm. And Fredericksburg is an independent municipality. Yes. It is actually an enclave within the municipality of Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. For historic reasons, obviously... Um, it looks a bit strange from an outsider if you don't know the historic background, yeah. but it is an independent uh, municipality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will not see if you walk the streets where uh, Copenhagen starts and Fredericksburg ends and vice versa. Yeah. Unless, unless actually it's in the middle of the winter, you will see that uh, uh, the snow will be... Uh, removed a little <laughs> bit faster in the somewhat smaller yeah. and some would say more effective municipality of Fredericksburg yeah. compared to 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 greater the Copenhagen greater area. Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but apart from that, I mean, you cannot see when you walk the street where Copenhagen starts and yeah. where Fredericksburg, yeah uh, ends.
0: Yeah, okay. And what what is uh, the the issue? So you said today you were looking at um, was a scientific. I uh, sorry a medical. Uh,
1: yes, it was a health tech conference. Yeah. yeah.
0: So what would your like? day-to-day issues within Fredericksburg and Copenhagen. Do, do, you, do you deal solely with Co- Copenhagen or Fredericksburg, or do you deal with issues on a Copenhagen level? What what kind of issues do you deal with on a daily basis?
1: Well, the, the health tech conference was was, was uh, related to my professional work. I'm yeah. a head of business development and public affairs with the Danish-Swedish Life Science Cluster Organization, Medical okay. Valley Alliance. Yeah. So that was in relation to, to, to that. Right. Actually, um, my political work here in the Municipality of uh, Fredericksburg um, as a city councilor is predominantly related to Fredericksburg. But of course there are issues that are where I mean municipalities have to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at, for instance uh, the public schools, yep. we, I' I'm in, the, I'm in the committee responsible for, for public schools. That mm-hmm. is a local issue. how we prioritize uh, funds um, mm-hmm. allocate funds to different schools and so on. Uh, that is, of course, a local issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same goes to some extent for, for um, social affairs, although being a, an enclave within Copenhagen, obviously, there is a collaboration as well. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the mayor for social affairs in Copenhagen mm-hmm. is actually also from the so- Social Liberal Party. So we do discuss issues of, uh, of mutual relevance, okay. uh, for instance, uh, and also the municipality as such. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mayor's office, they of course also engage in discussions uh, uh, best practice and so on mm-hmm. with other municipalities um, housing Yeah. of course you can say the general challenges uh, relating to housing in Copenhagen uh, the, the rising prices that makes it uh, in, increasingly difficult for, for young families to establish uh, themselves here uh, of course, the pro- it's a common problem. We have the problem in Fredericksburg. We have the same problem in Copenhagen. Mm. Uh, but the solutions are different. Uh, mm. Also, because if you look at Frederiksberg, uh, apart from the, the um, uh, where the current Fredericksburg Hospital is is located, yeah. apart from that, which is a future development project, apart from that, there are no. I mean, there are no where you can build yeah. really in Fredericksburg, Whereas in Copenhagen, obviously, you have a. a there are development projects mm-hmm. going on all the time, so mm-hmm. different options uh, available to to us us politicians. Um, so most of my work is related <laughs> to Fredericksburg. Yeah, uh, I, I just happen to be to be running for the um, uh, for the capital region of Copenhagen. The the the, the, the so I'm also. Interested in what's going on in in the greater Copenhagen area yeah. in, in, in the entire region, actually. Yeah. Uh, I work professionally with with regional matters relating to healthcare, and also actually with with the with the Danish Swedish collaboration. So I have an interest in that, which is partly professional but also partly political. Uh uh-huh. um, But if you look at my day to day work, political work, yeah. Uh, what I do when I am at um, attending meetings mm. in the city council, it's eighty percent really Ninety percent, perhaps, related to to Fredericksburg.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, and is there is there a is that how it works throughout Copenhagen? Does each municip- municipality look after its own, or is there a little is there always dialogue? Like, do you talk to people from uh, like Novest? Is there like a kind of an overall arcing idea of like how the whole city itself can benefit, or is it very like each deals with their own? I know I, you said like you mostly deal with Fredericksburg, but yeah. like, is there communication? Is there an understanding that things need to move as a whole in in Copenhagen?
1: Yes, I, I mean, generally there is. There are also forums where people from different municipalities meet and discuss uh, common challenges. Yeah. Of course, but um, from my perspective uh, as a city as a city councillor, uh, I'm not the chairman of any yeah. committee. Yeah. I'm not the mayor. Yeah. Uh, so from my perspective, when I deal with other municipalities, it's mainly because I reach out and try to get inspired and inspire others from my party, from the Social Liberal Party, yeah. working in other municipalities or and see if they have come up with solutions that might be applicable yeah. uh, to uh, to uh, to challenges that we also face here in Fredericksburg. So mm-hmm. it's more on a political level, yeah. uh, but there are forums where where some of the more general issues are also, uh, also discussed. But it it is a little bit complicated uh, and and if you're a foreigner i mean <laughs> you have copenhagen and you have then you have an enclave yeah called frederiksberg what is that actually i mean mm-hmm. and why is that mm-hmm. an independent enclave mm-hmm. uh, and why there have been some suggestions that we should change that obviously most of us living here in uh, frederiksberg um, don't think that's a, a very good idea we yeah. like to to be on our own yeah um, to have uh, essentially of course that means that we can make decisions on a more local level we of will course. not be integrated to a to a to um to Copenhagen, the yeah. municipality of copenhagen uh we don't want that i don't i haven't heard any party in the city council advocating for yeah. uh, for that so yeah. we we like the the idea of being an independent municipalities mm-hmm. who can take decisions um and know are relatively close to our our citizens. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's. Uh,
0: but then, what about your your political party? Well, what, yeah. uh, what what's what's the idea of how, that as 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 a, as a whole within Copenhagen within Denmark? What what are you what are you trying to achieve as a party?
1: Well, several things. Yeah. Um, one of them is of course. And,
0: and please, I, I need to reiterate that this is coming from a naive. Like, this is no yeah. way trying to like hone in on any issues or anything. It's just for an understanding. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you take, for instance, uh, environmental affairs, yeah. climate, that discussion. Yeah. We are work. We are very eager to make sure that also the municipalities are first movers, yeah. because I think we have a responsibility. We are responsible for, for instance, housing. Yeah. Uh, at any municipality, Frederiksberg, uh, Copenhagen, um, anyone are our, our uh, have f- f- responsible for schools, for daycare institutions, uh, also private housing to some extent, mm. and, and and as such, uh, we are actually a major player and we can make a major difference to ensure that, that the, the environment, the environmental agenda is, is, is being pushed actively, proactively even. Yeah. Um, for instance, we have here in, in, in Fredericksburg, we have a lot of schools and daycare institutions and even a lot of housing that's been neglected for Many years mm. um, many many years actually now we have to look into that we have to find the the, the the funds to do that, and we have to do it right, which also means that we have to make sure that that I mean from an energy consumption perspective we have to make sure that when we renovate these buildings we do it in the right way
0: long term long term
1: take the, the the climate into into consideration yeah uh, that kind of stuff that's yeah. a specific uh, that's a specific agenda for my Mm-hmm. The political party, the Social Liberal Party. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many others. For instance, some parties are very eager that that, um, for instance, uh, institutions within education, further education, so on, should be uh, moved out of uh, Copenhagen, out of Fredericksburg, other parts of the country. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion going on about that. Mm-hmm. Um, We are not very much in favor of that. We think that we should make sure that in a a country the size of Denmark, we need to have uh, professional communities of a certain volume Mm -hmm. in order to be competitive also internationally. And we shouldn't sort of spread it out. Mm -hmm. Um, That's another agenda uh, that we are very much uh, into in Mm -hmm. uh, in the social liberal party. Mm -hmm. Um, We are also known to be the pro-European party. Yes. Yes. the most pro-European party in in, in Danish politics. Yeah, um, that the was actually how how I how, how I originally got into politics because I used to be twenty years ago an expert within uh, um, within European Union affairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and the reason why I actually got attracted to the Social Liberal Party specifically yeah. was that they invited me to give a presentation about. I mean, we are, twenty years ago, yeah. uh, more than twenty years ago, the Amsterdam Treaty. Yeah. Uh, ancient history, Uh, (laughs) but I was invited in to give a a, a presentation about that um, for the um, the senior figures within the Social Liberal Party back then, Uh, and then Eventually, I got—I yeah. almost say—sucked into to, yeah. <laughs> to party politics. Yeah.
0: So, okay, and you, you—you had a background in in European Union um, uh, expertise, and yeah. I, 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 were you—you you were an aide for somebody at the, the Parliament as well for a while? Were you? Yes. Uh,
1: yeah. Way back, I mean, now we are back in in uh, ninety-seven. Right. Okay. I was. I was. I was actually the aide for the for the um, um, MEP Jens Peter Bundt. Okay. Who was. Um, uh, He's, I think he was. He's actually the longest-serving MEP ever. Ah, um Wow! Um, I think he was selected in like uh, seventy-nine, <laughs> okay. and, uh, and then he was there. For, yeah. I don't know, twenty-five years or so. Oh. I was an aide to 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 him. He was actually re- representing uh, something called the Dune Movement, which was originally anti-Europe, mm. and then uh, then um, gradually they shifted to be sort of. Euro-skeptic, trying to be constructive, but skeptic. Uh, I was his aide. I was, at that time, actually, uh, uh, very much in favor of more European, closer European integration. So he hired me. Uh, I was the first person he ever hired who didn't share his political views. Um, And he told me afterwards, he died a few years ago, last year, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I mean, I I, I really hold him in in high esteem. Uh, And he told me that after... My employment, mm. he never looked to to party affiliations again. He always always went for the the, the, the most qualified mm. because he liked to have this pushback. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, So yes, that's 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 yeah. that's how where I started. Yeah, f- twenty five four years ago. So so
0: th- it's it's quite interesting that you've you've gone from you a very macro uh, beginning. So like the, the bigger picture, the European yeah. Union, yeah. working with uh, like different governments. A, um, communi- or, uh, cooperation in that sense to to work in Fredericksburg. So can I ask you, from your experience and from the idea of the bigger picture, the macro view, why do people see Denmark as a well-functioning country? And this could be talk- spoken to about, like, Scandinavia as a whole. Yep, people yep, look yep. to Scandinavia and Denmark in particular as, like, you know, uh, one of the happiest places to live, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Do you, from the inside honestly do you think it is a very well-functioning place and is is it, why is that or do you think that it's it just looks like that compared to other places what what's, what's your opinion on that
1: yeah. I think uh, I think compared to a lot of other countries mm-hmm. I've also been living in, in, uh, in Brussels in Belgium've mm-hmm. i been living in Germany which is by the way quite, you, yeah, a, a little a little bit closer well functioning as well mm-hmm. in some ways also better than than in Denmark mm-hmm. um, but I think it's I mean, Denmark is a good place to live in many ways. Yeah. When you live here, mm. obviously, you can find things that uh, to complain about. Yeah. I mean, no problem there. I mean, that's also why I mean I'm I went into politics because I think there were s- several things. For instance, when it comes to schooling, when it comes to integration mm. uh, of um, new citizens. Um, Uh, when it comes to to, to housing and the way we handle that here in Pittsburgh, I think there are a lot of things that we should improve. But generally speaking, uh, I think we have a fairly well-functioning society. Uh, And I think if you look at how the the COVID-19 pandemic has been handled, um, that testifies to that. I mean, we didn't see some of the horrible scenes we saw from Italy, Spain, Mm -hmm. other countries that are also normally considered to be relatively well-functioning. We didn't see that here. Uh, It it, it, it didn't go that far at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think one of the key things here is that we have an element of general trust among each other, Mm. which, um, which makes transaction costs for a lot of different things. Uh, way, way, way less than than in, in many other countries. And does
0: that translate to parties and government as well? Do do is there a, 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 like a mutual respect and understanding between parties that you are in it for the, the betterment of the country and the people at the end of the day?
1: Yes, uh, generally speaking, yes. Mm. Uh, and especially when you look at local politics where I'm involved, which is also yeah. one of the reasons why I think local politics is is so interesting, and one of the reasons why I'm I'm running again yeah. uh, for another. Uh, four-year period, knock-knock, um, is that locally, we look at different challenges. We might have different perspectives. Mm. Um, if you're a conservative, social liberal, social democrat, um, socialist People's Party. Mm. But at the end of the day, we are all working for the common good. And we want to find durable solutions to specific challenges that we see. Um, local politics, it's not that ideological. Uh-huh. I mean, of course, there are differences, but I mean, we are there. We are, of course, elected because we are have political different political opinions. Mm. But at the end of the day, when we sit there uh, in the city council, we try to find solutions. Uh, and of course, that, that, and that's that's sort of very much hands-on, I yeah. would say. If you look at it, National politics mm-hmm. it's a bit more ideological mm-hmm. um in my view, mm-hmm. and there are sometimes where you, it's yeah is this is 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 this politics is this national politics or is this a soap opera uh, I mean sometimes you look at really? it really, yeah, I think so, uh, compared to the way we work in local politics, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. I mean yeah. much more straightforward um but
0: see it's interesting you say that because i i i I was in Ireland recently, and i I am very frustrated with Irish politics because it, it goes week to week um, flare-ups with mm. some silly event by some politician that the other party has leaked or something like this and it just covers all the newspapers for 48 hours. It changes the agenda and all of a sudden something much more important has happened but we've been talking about a politician who got on a plane and <laughs> went somewhere he shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. like this. Whereas I don't, I and, and granted, I'm, I don't, follow the news because I don't speak the language I, I can't well I, yeah no, to be honest I can't I can't mm. read it either so uh, it, is it that this all goes over my head or is there like mm. these kind of bickerings and stories like this happening in Denmark as well
1: it happens in Denmark as well yeah. but I think the key difference here, it, it's probably not as as bad as... Now, I haven't followed, been following Irish politics. Oh, it's awful. I, it's awful. But, don't but, bother. But, but, uh, but I do follow uh, politics in the UK. For oh, instance, that's uh, worse. Which, uh, which, to me, uh, looks like it's uh, a lot worse, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think... So it it depends on what you compare with. Now, if I compare local politics with national politics, I see, I would say that there's an element of that. If I compare national politics in Denmark with national politics in the UK, for instance, I would would say national politics in Denmark is still very civilized. Yeah, okay. uh, uh, In lack of a better phrase. Sure. Um, So it depends on your point of of, uh, view, on your perspective. Yes. Um, I would say, being a local politician, that there are some... Some of the things going on in national politics that is making me, should we say, reluctant to 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 take the next step uh-huh. and actually run for parliament, mm-hmm. uh, because it, it's it's less attractive to me. I'm I'm actually currently I'm running for local yes. uh, here in Fredericksburg. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually also a candidate for the for the capital region, and it <laughs> just so happens now you mentioned the, the broader perspective that I'm also. Uh, one of our party's candidates for the European Parliament, mm. uh, I ran two years ago mm-hmm. um, in in two thousand nineteen when we had the the last election. But I'm not a candidate for national parliament. Okay, um, and and part of the explanation part of the explanation is that uh, that um, I would like to work with the big picture, the big European picture. Mm. I also find it's very it, it, it's it's. It satisfies me also to work with local politics, mm-hmm. local issues, where you actually meet the people, mm-hmm. um, uh, and you take decisions that are relevant to real people that you actually meet the the, the next day. Um, mm. But uh, compare, I mean, in 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 a global or an international perspective, mm-hmm. again, I would say Danish politics is pretty civilized, and mm-hmm. of course we also have these, uh, you know, focus on things that I mean there are no. Then the 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 amount of media attention and the actual substance matter mm-hmm. of an issue is not necessarily correlated. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, we all know the news criteria. Mm-hmm. I mean, news news are always biased towards uh, conflict. Yeah. Um. Whatever,
0: whatever people click on most yes, or whatever yes. it is. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: And 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 that's just one of the news criteria. Mm-hmm. And that will in itself bias news coverage. Yeah. So yeah. S- small p- gradual progress is not. Will never reach the headlines or the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but over time, that might be uh, very significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, we also have these articles about uh, you know, this and that minister is wearing a dress that is uh, challenging, or uh, this uh, head of head of uh, the new right party is now uh, has done a photo shoot where she looks. Um, uh, very feminine yeah Uh, yeah. and then we're discussing that instead of discussing the real issue Mm. i mean what is what is what is the party's actual uh policies uh, Mm. what are they up to i mean we have that in denmark as well Mm -hmm. Uh, we 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 tend to get distracted by Mm. uh things that are perhaps from purely political perspective less relevant Mm -hmm. uh but I think that that, 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 that that's the case. Yeah, uh, everywhere yeah. yeah. over the world. Absolutely.
0: I, so now that we're talking about the parliament and, and like uh, like the, the national government, uh, I get this uh, the, the 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 um the sense that long term planning is a part of the Danish system. Like the, the, it, it, there seems to be. Uh, I since I've been here, I, I see things going in a very steady pace. That things are progressing. Things are getting better. There's plans in place that aren't just taken away or, or when there's a new politician coming in or a party change or something like this. Is is that part of the system here in Denmark? I know this is actually more of like a question of like how it actually yeah, yeah, works in the yeah, long, yeah. long term. Is that a part of the system here or is it that, that there's just this understanding that parties are reaching the same goals on a number of levels?
1: I think it's, it's, always, it's both. It's yeah. also integrated to the system. Uh, of course, each political party have their own priorities and their own plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Denmark, when there's a change of government, mm-hmm. I mean, the administration stays the same. Okay. Uh, compared to, I mean, for instance, in the US, mm-hmm. where you will have... Uh, everything changes. Yeah, everything changes. Yeah. It's new people, all the, not all the way down, but but, but pretty far. Yeah. Here, uh, the political leadership changes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the the central administration is the same. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, a lot of the decisions being taken, I mean, we of, first of all, we often have minority governments mm-hmm. so minority governments will have to reach out yep. to uh, find a majority for whatever policy whatever uh, legislation they want to mm-hmm. uh, to to, um, um, to propose mm-hmm. that means that some of these some a lot of Danish politics is actually the result of negotiation and compromise mm-hmm. which means that when there is a change of government, of course, some things will change. Mm -hmm. But the compromises that have been made with the previous government uh, are still there. Mm -hmm. So it becomes more consensual because we have minority governments who often, I mean, sometimes, of course, they can just push through because they have a majority, not, not the Social Democratic Party, for instance. They don't have a majority by themselves, but they have the people supporting them. Uh, including uh, my party, mm-hmm. the Social Liberal Party, and the left wing parties. Of course, we have a majority, but the general culture uh, is to try to reach broad mm-hmm. compromises, mm-hmm. which of course makes this, the the system more stable mm-hmm. uh, and makes and, and when there's a change of government yep. every now and then, obviously some uh, the core the things that has been agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old compromises—they mm-hmm. uh, are still there. That's that's still the yeah. point of departure, also yeah. for a new government, mm-hmm. and there can be pros, there's of course pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that is basically how the system works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think that is to the benefit mm-hmm. of of uh, of Danish politics. Um, also, it it ensures that. That you have, you can do, I mean, you asked about planning. Mm -hmm. You can do long-term planning. You Mm -hmm. know that if if there's a decision taken, a new piece of legislation, for instance, and it's been agreed on by uh, social democrats, liberal party, social liberal party, conservative party, for instance. Mm -hmm. Both right-wing and left-wing parties are supporting that decision. Mm -hmm. And that would then, this decision would then stick, even if there's a change of government. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's just, it's, it, it's hard, it's for somebody who comes from a country that it doesn't have that kind of long-term and proper communication and this side. It, it's just, it's hard to fathom that it can work so well sometimes in my, in my, course, in my if, mind. If you,
1: if you have a, a system more like, I mean, winner takes it all.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. You would have more dramatic yeah. change.
0: Mm, but but even in Ireland, it, it, for the last um, few governments, I, I, was, I, well, I can't even remember the last time it was a full majority. But it, like it's it's been coalitions yeah. going back quite a while. Um, but what you, what you'll find is the smaller parties will completely lose their policies that they were standing on during election because they'll just want to get into power, and then they like they'll push very little for like so the Greens, for instance, have, have had a very bad rap in Ireland because they've like 10 years ago they were, they were in a coalition and it was they did very little to hold up their policies the plans they were they are actually elected for but because they wanted to get into government they, they bowed out and let a lot of decisions go past anyway so it's, it's nice that there's it sounds like there's actual like constructive dialogue happening between parties in Denmark
1: I think uh, I think that's the case mm-hmm. and and it has to be uh, like that for I mean if you take for instance my party mm-hmm. um without my party, the social democratic government don't have a majority. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, at least in theory, mathematically, they would need either to reach out to us uh, or, of course, reach out to some of the parties, the Liberal Party or the Conservative Party or the Danish People's Party, in order to make sure there's a majority for whatever piece of legislation that Mm -hmm. they would propose. So, the fact that there are no... I mean, although we do support the social... Uh, Democrats yeah. they cannot take for granted that we will support every piece of legislation that they put forward Yeah, uh, actually um, they are putting forward a lot of legislation that we are opposed to mm-hmm. and in that case they don't have a majority and then they would have to reach out to to try to form a majority with someone else mm-hmm. Uh or obviously, uh, if 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 my party is against, of course, we hope that that will not they will not succeed, so yeah. that this piece of legislation will not uh, will will not be um, carried through. Yeah. Um, but that's that's sort of the name of the game, and there will be negotiations on different uh, levels uh, among different parties, and and that's how the system is. Works.
0: Is there is there is there a, a a few parties that generally speaking hold the most seats? Because in Ireland, for instance, and and sorry, uh, f- forgive me for keep going back to Ireland, but it's my reference point. It's, it's uh, no problem. But like, so I like, like, I like
1: <laughs> Ireland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so, for instance, we have the Fianna, Fianna Fáil Fianna Gael, and they're they're the two big parties. So they'll always generally have the most voting power within within the Irish uh, Parliament. Uh, is, it, is there a, a couple of like big players within the Danish Parliament, or is it, is it quite evenly distributed? Of, of course, there's going to be smaller groups, but like, is it is it more evenly distributed?
1: Uh, it's it, it's a bit it's a bit complex especially now because things have actually changed uh, recently oh traditionally you've had um the social democratic party mm-hmm. um and supported by at least for the last 20 uh 30 years mm-hmm. almost uh supported by the left-wing parties uh, the unity list which are uh, The former communist actually, Mm. Um, and the socialist people's parties sound also could be like a. Perhaps it sounds like the former communist party. It's not, Uh, (laughs) but it is also a left-wing party to the left of the social democrats. And also for the last thirty years, but not before that, um, supported by my party, the Social Liberal Party. Mm. That's sort of the uh, you can say the red parties, although we do not consider ourselves a red party, but. Uh and then we have on the on the, uh, uh, the right wing mm-hmm. parties uh traditionally the Liberal Party, Venstre, uh, and the Conservative Party. And uh, since I think they were established back in '97 or no uh, yeah, something like that. The Danish People's Party. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there are some smaller parties also, the new right. Mm-hmm. Um but traditionally it's been the the fork the the grand old parties, so yeah. to speak is the Social Democrats my party social liberal party which is not that big but smaller mm. party mm-hmm. and then the conservative and the liberal mm-hmm. uh, that's sort of the traditional players or uh, apart apart from a, a, a 10-year period in the in the 80s where we had a conservative prime minister mm. uh, prime ministers in Denmark have been either social democratic or liberal and then for for three years actually we had a social liberal uh, uh prime minister but that's actually I mean that's dating back from 60, 68 to seventy one so before my birth actually mm. so ancient mm. history. Mm. So traditionally those are the four yeah four old parties but but um but today I would say uh still the social democrat the Prime Minister is social uh yeah. Democrat um the Liberal Party actually for the last almost 30 years it's been the largest party uh the largest right-wing party yeah uh currently that is um debatable yeah i mean there are in the polls now the conservatives are, are about to speak, uh about as big in some polls actually a little bit bigger than the liberal party so they are kind of mm. fighting it out mm-hmm. who is uh who is the uh i mean if they are to present a a, a candidate for for, I mean for prime minister for, for the upcoming election mm-hmm. um, in um, two years should would it be would it be a liberal? Mm. Uh, it would definitely there would be, definitely be a liberal uh, candidate. candidate. Yeah. The question is, will there also be a conservative candidate? And of course, that if the conservatives are the biggest party in the polls, mm-hmm. uh, that might be the case.
0: Can, can is is uh, are voters? Uh, uh, is are votes in a state of flux in denmark or is, is it is it something that's kind of family oriented like generational like you stick with parties from your family or or your region how like how how does that what, like does it move a lot around with voting can you win a lot more votes can you lose a lot more votes coming election to election
1: i think it is in a state of of flux um and we saw that um with the 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 party the alternative yeah uh, who who was actually a spin out of, of my party originally mm. Social Liberal Party uh, the former chairman of the alternative was a former actually it was a minister representing the Social Liberal Party mm. in the government um, six, six, six eight years ago mm. um, and they literally almost came out of nothing and managed to to, uh, to get quite a lot of votes and uh, and by emphasizing the the environment and the climate dis- uh, and and uh, um, so and attracting I think mostly young people mm-hmm. um, traditionally you would say that the Social Democrats are are it's a party for it's a working-class party traditionally mm-hmm. uh, you would say the Liberal Party their strongholds are um, in the more uh, rural areas but I think I don't really think and, and and the conservatives their stronghold is also more in the in the cities um, but i i think that that's that's it doesn't really it's not true anymore yeah. right? i mean i I, mean, I that's the old sort of the old way mm-hmm. um i think generally speaking younger people to tend to lean more towards the uh, the, the left, left wing mm-hmm. uh older people uh slightly more uh towards the right wing yeah um women are generally speaking very important to emphasize. Generally speaking, mm-hmm. <laughs> more left-wing mm-hmm. than men. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not. I think the 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 old days where you kind of inherited your parents' political views. Yeah. I mean, those are gone a mm-hmm. long time ago. Uh-huh. Uh I would say. Yeah. Then, at least when when, when you're still young, then uh, you might you <laughs> might you might you might wake up one day at the age of I say I, I'm 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 eight and and, yeah. and and realize that you actually now.
0: You Some got straight that, back that, to your yeah, adopted, parents. The,
1: the, yeah, exactly. I suppose that could be a scary thought. It hasn't, it hasn't happened to me. None no, yeah. I don't think my parents are a socialist. Or my, my mother, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, 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 fingers crossed. I hope so. For me. Yeah, but uh, but uh, there are no guarantees there. There's an election coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but uh, I, haven't, I don't think I have uh, inherited my parents' political yeah. views. Yeah. Actually, my father used to be way back social democrat. I think he's now more like a liberal or something. Hmm. My mother used to be, I don't know, left wing yeah. definitely. Yeah. Uh, she has also. I would. I don't. I, I. hope she's not listening. I would say she has also matured. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and perhaps her. Uh, um, she's a. I don't know what she would vote. Hmm. Hopefully, she will vote for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you can't, if you can't convince your own mother, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean it's, really an, it's, it's really, really an uphill struggle. Yeah, but yeah. I, mean, a, a, I can't take anything for granted. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So it sounds, it sounds like it, like um, you consider Dane, Danes as a, quite a um, politically active in the sense of like they're they're quite aware of their voting choices and aware of the changes happening within the parties and things like this.
1: I think they are, mm. and it, but it's interesting if you look at at um, young people, for instance. Mm. Now, as as mentioned, I I'm, I'm 48. Uh, if you look at young people and how they vote, uh, they are slightly more left wing, mm. uh, but they are not really. That, I mean, most young people they vote when they when 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 they get the right to vote at the age of 18, mm. they vote, and then a lot of them are not really interested, especially not interested in in local or regional politics. Yeah. Uh, and then when they get, like, around 30, mm-hmm. start to have a family, have children, mm-hmm. and are then, again, sort of interested in, in, okay, what are the conditions here? How does the school look? Uh, will, it, will it be possible for me to... I mean, they're interested in things yeah. that are relevant to local politics. Then their uh, involvement t- yeah. t- tends, to, tends to grow. Yeah, and, and to be quite honest, when I was in my 20s, mm-hmm. uh, studying at university, I had no point of contact with with with, with the municipality mm-hmm. because I mean I went to university, mm-hmm. um, had a part time job, um, I was and, and then I was interested in in European Union affairs yeah. and, and in inter- global international affairs, yeah. uh, not really local politics. So I think I think um, local po- it, it's a bit of an uphill struggle for local politics to engage and involve young people Mm. uh, say between the age of 20 to 30 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, because for many of them it's not directly
0: no no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, of
1: course some of them are enthusiastic about politics but most of the people that i meet that are really into local politics are uh 30 plus yeah yeah
0: and, and they're reaching the stage where they're looking at houses looking at like childcare, schools yes. you know they're exactly. invested in the community like in much more yeah. and of uh, course old,
1: older people who are interested in in um uh, health issues mm. um uh, care for the elderly are there budget cuts or are we investing yeah. uh, and so on and so forth so which is of course perfectly uh, legit mm. i think so, so, but I would of course like to, to engage more young people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. Uh, it's just yeah, it's a little bit difficult. Yeah. But housing, I mean, I, now I'm I'm spokesperson for, for housing. Yeah. of course that's relevant for young people. To what extent will it be, will they be able to establish themselves here, establish a family in the in Fredericksburg, mm-hmm. where they uh, where they grew up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's be- that's becoming increasingly difficult. The same goes for the rest of Copenhagen, by the way. Mm. Um, so that's an issue where I, I actually experience a lot of young people are interested to see how 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 do we address that? I mean, yeah. we are arguing that we should have more affordable housing here in in example, and, and there are some political differences there. I personally, and that's my personal view, I think it's a bit of an obstacle. I don't I don't see the Conservative Party being quite as eager to. To, to tap into that agenda, yeah, this is my personal sure. political view. Um, maybe b- b- because, again, this is also my personal view. Maybe because they know that if uh, more young people move to Fredericksburg, it might tip the balance mm-hmm. um, uh, if, in our favor, not yeah. in theirs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but but that's one of the few issues where I, I do actually do see a lot of young people being very engaged actually, yeah. because it's, it's it's relevant to them. Yeah. Uh, we, are they actually being forced out of of their own municipality because it's there are no affordable housing mm-hmm. available?
0: Mm-hmm. And what about what about the international community and like people either who are who. Become Danish citizens, or have just moved here, or living here for university for work. What what what's the inter- interaction between the international community and 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 like local and regional and government or national politics? And what's the concern you have for for the international community here?
1: Well, I mean, one of the reasons why I actually uh, entered, or uh, started to to uh, got interested in 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 local politics mm. was actually. Uh, the whole discussion about integration, mm-hmm. or including integration of 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 non-Western immigrants, mm-hmm. uh, and how we handle that, and there are a lot of challenges. Yeah. I mean, uh, no no need to deny that. But what should our approach be? How do we reach out? How, how do we make sure that uh, the new citizens also feel welcome are and are willing and able to 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 integrate mm-hmm. um, socially, culturally, economically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. Uh, I think that's 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 a key issue, yep. I and mean, I think that's uh, and it's also as something that is very much uh, a local issue. That's something that I mean the municipalities are responsible for sort of hands-on integration. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's one of my my uh, my agendas, mm-hmm. um, and also and that has something to do also with my professional work. I mean I work within life science. Mm-hmm. Life science is like IT, like finance is mm-hmm. a global industry where you need to be able to attract uh, the right people Mm -hmm. the best and the brightest from Mm -hmm. all over the world in order to be competitive and in order to do so you need to have should we say framework conditions that facilitate that Mm -hmm. that makes it attractive for a family say from ireland from the uk uh from the us uh from spain from Mm -hmm. wherever Mm -hmm. to establish themselves here and and um I think we should do more to make that to make that an attractive because it's not an individual decision. If you want to relocate and also if you are are here also want to stay here for not only for 4 years but for 8 years or even yeah, longer. Yeah. That is a family decision. Mm-hmm. And we we do experience that some of the people that we've put quite an effort into recruiting to Denmark mm. to Copenhagen to Fredericksburg even. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come here and then they only stay here for maybe four years, and then because the family wants to go back. Yeah. Uh, and um, I think we should do more to make sure that this uh, family decision is a positive one. That, mm-hmm. they, that uh, and we have a lot of we have a lot going for Denmark in terms of work life balance and so on. Mm. Um, we should do more to make sure that, for instance spouses are also um, welcomed and um, make it easier for them to to find work uh, and integrate and then of course and this is also my personal political view there's been a tendency i think to to not really welcome foreigners i mean it's it's a political slash cultural thing uh, we could be better politically but also individually mm-hmm. uh, at reaching out to foreigners who settle down here in denmark in fredericksburg mm-hmm. in copenhagen mm-hmm. and open our social circles to uh, to uh, to people that are um, in, new to the country mm-hmm. so i think it's it's an, it's an individual uh, cultural but it's also a political thing i mean what mm-hmm. are the signals sh- uh, we are sending to the outside world mm-hmm. uh i think
0: I, I think I think you're 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 absolutely right. Uh it it is something we've we've come across on the show many times before people feel very um it, it feel it's very difficult to to integrate is, yeah, is the word we yeah, we yeah, used. Yeah. Um uh it's and it and uh, it's very and I've heard many different stories. I've heard um you know uh, people coming from America or such um moving here as a family for a, a high paying job really easily um settled in with for like service like service and and and, and um uh, lifestyle but then i've also heard of you know um, migrants and refugees and things like that and yeah. it but across the board there's there's lots of issues and there's there's um there's a cultural idea there and I, i'm 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 glad you did mention that it's something deeper than just a political idea yeah, yeah. it's and, and but it's a very tough one to understand because it, people are happy in denmark as well <laughs> it, yes. it's it's kind of it, it, forgive me for 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 kind of giving my my opinion on this now because I might be quite blunt but it feels like there's a um an idea in Denmark by the Danes that they're willing to share the the the, the comfort and and the security and and the, the country but uh, but you you'll, you'll enjoy it as as your own you like you won't enjoy it as a Dane we, like we will share this country with you but it won't be your country yeah you know and there's yeah, this yeah. Kind of, you know what I mean it's like we give you your place, we give you your space, we give you your respect, but you're not Danish. No, you, yeah, and and there's going to be a difference there at all at all times. I think you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think there is this them and us yeah. mentality. Yeah. I mean, I'm I I'm born here, mm-hmm. but I have families. I have family in the UK, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, my grandfather was a non-Western eff- uh, immigrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was from Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I mean, now this is radio. So so. Uh, you can't see how how I look like, uh, but I don't like look like your typical Dane. Mm. But I am actually, and uh, <laughs> um, it's a it, Dane. Danish is my mother tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a tendency to say, I mean, them and us. We are. If you look at the Danes as a tribe, uh-huh. we are not really. We are reluctant to engage with non-members. Mm-hmm. Reluctant, not not hostile, no, but reluctant. Yeah. Um, we will do so to a certain
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, certain extent, but then I think a lot. And now I say a lot of us, mm-hmm. uh, even though I have international friends from um, non-Danish friends, also here in Copenhagen, also partly uh, because of my work. Mm-hmm. But I think we are reluctant to open our social circles to newcomers. Also, perhaps perhaps one of the reasons uh, are that I mean we are, we i' am, I'm quite busy for it. I have full time work I have a political work I have number of friends a long list of friends that I don't get to see as much as I would like to mm-hmm. so my capacity to absorb new potential mm-hmm. new friends, my sort of social bandwidth mm-hmm. is actually already quite stretched mm-hmm. and uh and since at least traditionally, Danes are not. I mean, they. We, we wake. We woke up. We wake up in the morning. Go to work. Mm-hmm. Then we come home, and then we stay home. Yeah. I mean, we I mean, this is. We, this is not um, Barcelona, yeah. where where you would go out yeah. and hang out in the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, at, at least that's not been the the case traditionally. <laughs> no. So you don't get to. I mean, you don't interact yeah. after after I will say. On a on a work day mm-hmm. Monday to Friday mm-hmm. after six o'clock yeah you don't interact yeah. with neighbors mm-hmm. uh, friends um, potential new friends mm-hmm. uh, uh, potential new friends who don't even speak Danish mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. you don't it, it's 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 been changing gradually mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think we have a little bit more of an outdoor culture now compared to when I grew up in mm-hmm. the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, partly because of the weather, we are uh, we are not we, we stay in our own houses mm-hmm. after when, when we've had uh, dinner.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: which makes it of course a little bit more difficult because then if you want to reach out, if you want to interact, it has to be it's, it will not be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. it would be something that you have to plan organize yeah 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 and that of course requires a, a little bit more effort yeah
0: yeah I, and then like I, I i think you're accurate saying like it's not it isn't in any way uh malicious uh, no. that it it's it's just a, um, a cultural identity that uh, w- people find difficult to to in- interact with um but do you think in going like you said there now like since since you're younger, we, we Denmark has more outdoor lifestyle. Do you think they're going forward, like in years to come, in decades to come, that Denmark is going to become much more, let's say, cosmopolitan? Copenhagen is going to become more cosmopolitan? Because the numbers are still going up. People are moving to Denmark. People yeah, are moving yeah. to Copenhagen. Do you think that things will change? Or do you think it's going to always be a slight us and them? And uh, forgive me, I'm not trying to be negative towards you or, or put you in a position where you should have an answer. I'm just curious about this this yes. from, from my like the international point of view.
1: I think it's a very relevant mm. question. Personally, I believe that Copenhagen, including Fredericksburg obviously, mm. uh, will be increasingly cosmopolitan mm. and, but that is also a challenge because I think there will be some Danes who will try to, to who are not very f- positive mm. to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, development and who will try to um, th- there could be a counter reaction mm-hmm. and I think, I don't think you will experience that uh, being Irish mm-hmm. uh, or if you're a western immigrant mm-hmm. but I do think there is a tendency and I will not exaggerate it but I do think there's a tendency to to look more skeptically at non-western immigrants Uh, And I haven't actually, I mean, I could, I mean, now, if you look at me, you would say, okay, I could be from Egypt, Tunisia, uh, Israel, Mm -hmm. um, Mediterranean, uh, uh, and I haven't actually experienced any racism, Mm -hmm. at least not for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit when I was uh, younger, but... Mm -hmm. but, Mm -hmm. So, so it's. I don't think it has to do with racism as such, actually. But there is this sceptic mm-hmm. uh, approach, and of course, also fueled by the fact that that um, Denmark is not traditionally a an uh, immigrant country. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a relatively new phenomenon, actually. Uh, my mother, uh, she came to Denmark in, I uh, f- think, fifty-five. Mm-hmm. She was the first non-Western immigrant in the municipality of Alberslund, which is about four, fifteen kilometers mm-hmm. from here. She was the first, mm-hmm. the very first. Wow! I today I think today about a quarter of of the um, citizens in in in, in Alberslund. Uh, are of non-Western descent. Wow. wow. She was the first. She was the only one. Yeah. Uh, for a number of years, um, when she walked the streets of Copenhagen uh, with her uh, African father, mm-hmm. um, and when she, she she stopped in the street, she would gather, or they would gather, a crowd of people just watching because they had never seen a black man and a, a mulatto uh, uh, girl. Mm-hmm. In the streets of Copenhagen, people mm-hmm. would actually stop and just gaze at mm-hmm. them. And and now we're talking. This is this is uh, fifty seven. Yeah, fifty eight, uh, fifty seven.
0: A generation 50, ago, less. Generation like a, yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. My mother yeah. is
1: uh, is uh, sixty nine. So yeah. so it's not that long ago no, when no, she no. was a little girl. Mm-hmm. That's the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to say that we haven't had. Yeah. It, it's only a generation away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that 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 to have people who were not mm-hmm. uh, with a non-Western mm-hmm. look were, would, would actually gather a crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we laugh at it today, my mother and I, mm-hmm. uh, that that was her experience mm-hmm. uh, at the age of uh, five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, there's a, it's, it's a different agenda. It also has to do with the fact that we are, and we should also discuss the facts about uh, immigration and integration. Because... Mm-hmm there are some challenges as i mentioned before mm-hmm. uh, we shouldn't be naive about that uh, there are certain groups um, that are difficult to integrate uh, uh, talking about culturally uh, the labor market and so on mm-hmm. and that is i think that is prov- uh, that is provoking some and uh, because if we have a large segment of society which are easily identified mm-hmm. because they look um, you, they look different they yep. dress different Yeah, uh, dress differently uh, and you know that these people uh, do not contribute to society economically mm-hmm. that is something that will, will uh, provoke some people some people more than others I think it's, it's, it's a perfect it's a very delicate discussion yeah right? uh the thing is, in a system like the one we have here in Denmark, mm-hmm. where you pay about half, little less than half your income in yeah. tax, essentially, I would argue, it's a shared economy. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not socialism, mm-hmm. but it is it is a, very much a shared economy compared yes. to almost all other countries. Mm-hmm. When you have a shared economy, obviously, you would be more interested in who is net contributors mm-hmm. and who are not. Mm-hmm. And that's actually pretty logic. Mm -hmm. And then the thing is, you have this group, for instance, say, um, non-Western women, Mm -hmm. who are, for a variety of reasons, not uh, out there working to the same extent as the men, Mm -hmm. or to the same extent as uh, Danish women
0: so this, this is this is, uh, this is um, kind of following on from what uh, uh, meta Ferguson yes. re- mentioned recently uh, forgive me i don't have the exact um, idea of the policy, but could you give me a quick um, reminder of, of what her policy was
1: yeah, but well, she's been arguing uh, recently mm-hmm. that we should make sure that these and she specifically highlighted women yes uh, that we should make sure that the um can find jobs and that's not how she put it she, nope. to, she, she was a bit more sort of direct yeah uh explicit said that we need to to make sure that um that they are not on different kinds of of, of social uh, welfare
0: mm, without contributing yes. a certain amount of hours yes. a week to to exactly. yes yeah yeah uh,
1: and she even proposed that we should uh, if they don't want to for whatever reason mm. uh uh, also, cultural reasons, we should make sh- we should force them to mm-hmm. to at least contribute in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, otherwise, they would not they would not get the welfare mm. support. Uh, so, in exchange for that, yeah. Um, and uh, I understand why she. And I think it's a very just dis- delicate discussion because yes. on the one hand, <laughs> it's, it's, ab- it's 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 absolutely fair that if you want something, you would have to give something in return. Generally speaking, yeah. And then this, I think, the, the the crucial issue is here: how do you do that in a way where it's not outright discrimination? I mean, you 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 accept there is a challenge here. I accept that. I'm I'm um, I'm from the Social Liberal Party. I accept that we have a challenge with different segments of society, including uh, some with non-Western immigrants, and especially the women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how do we address this issue i mean do we is it sort of the the uh, stick or carrot approach mm-hmm. or how do we balance the stick and carrot approach because I, I i also believe just like the prime minister that we probably have to use both yeah but the balance is of course uh, the key I mean,
0: mm-hmm. um, and it, it, it's interesting that it, it's it, i i quite respect and, and admire the the, the Okay yes like like you mentioned a couple of times this is delicate and there's there's a lot of factors and nuances to this but the idea that to to make Denmark work and make it a, a, a multicultural uh, cosmopolitan place that there is going to be have to be a little bit of leeway on everybody's side yes like you're we're going to have to work together for for the betterment to continue you know it can't just be accepted that it's always it's always going to be fine and each to their own. But no, no, we're, we have to work as a unit. We have to work uh, together, uh, and 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 that yes. might mean discussions like this. You it, know? It,
1: we would have to have this discussion, uh, but we would also have to to to, to reach out to each other yeah. and 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 try to make it work. And in 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 my view, there are some some right wing parties here who are not really interested in making it work. Yeah. Uh, because they are nourished by the conflict yes um and i i know it's i mean just to say it like i am saying it here uh i mean i'll probably have a lot of emails uh (laughs) when this podcast go out uh, when when people are sort of reflecting on what i've actually said yeah um critical emails Uh, because and, and the reason why i dare to say that is that Every now and then, we actually have some positive news when it comes to integration. Mm-hmm. That, that I mean, the figures are getting better. We are able to integrate uh, uh, more people better and so on. And you should think that some of the right-wing people would be happy about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that doesn't seem to be the case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and w- why not celebrate when integration is working? Yeah. Uh, when we have positive news. Yeah. Uh, but of course, if if your real intention is if, if you're nourished by the conflict yeah. and when things go bad, and yeah. there are examples of that as well, I mean, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. doubt about it. Sure. Uh, if yeah. you look at the, the statistics for uh, a crime and so on, I mean there are an overrepresentation of non-Western mm-hmm. uh, immigrants um, descendants, sentence, uh, not the girls but the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should address both. We should we should highlight. The positive stories Mm. because they're important to communicate. We should, of course, also learn from the negative stories and make be sure that we are sort of you know uh, addressing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we should do both. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. that's that's my personal view, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I have a personal interest in that because I mean, looking, I mean, with my color, Mm -hmm. skin color, um, now I am an older guy, uh, forty eight, but I remember being a young brown. A uh, uh, man in mm-hmm. Copenhagen, mm-hmm. and obviously, I, I've also experienced that people were sort of looking at me when I entered a bus or a train not with a hostile look. Oh, I've tried that a, s- a few times, but 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 skeptical, and, and some even being a little bit afraid to mm-hmm. sit next to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I'm a very peaceful guy, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but because from a purely statistic point of view and if you read the news you would know that people with my appearance there's a are overrepresented in some of the bad yeah. statistics I, yeah. I, I, I've, I've, I've seen the look in people's face until where they sort of just looked at me say okay what are we dealing with here mm. okay looks like a peaceful guy he's uh, he's actually opening a book okay mm. uh, that kind of stuff <laughs> And that, so that's, that's also part of my personal experience um and that is one of the things that makes it so complicated we have different personal experiences yeah. um i don't i don't think we have outright racism i mean you can there are specific individuals that you can point to we have had some even some politicians yes, of course in the danish people's party yep. also that's been convicted for for racist statements and mm-hmm. so on so there are but i mean generally speaking i don't think the the danish tribe mm-hmm. uh, i use that word again mm-hmm. uh, i don't think it's it's I don't think it's 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 racist yeah. at all. Yeah. There are individuals with racist views, uh, uh, but but I think that the, the the challenges of the the we are facing when it comes to integration has more to do with partly the fact that we are a, a, a tribe not sort of as open as other some other tribes, uh, but oh, and then the fact that we have this economic financial dimension that we have this shared economy mm-hmm. where you are skeptic if you're not contributing people would yeah would, would, that is an issue yeah and there, i know there are there are some left-wing people who will never discuss this they think it's, it's not part of the discussion mm-hmm. and everyone who raises this issue are right-wing extremists <laughs> and then yep. are there? Uh, and then you have right-wing people say that this is the, the i mean That all non Western immigrants are liabilities to Mm. society. We should not reach out to a single one of them, regardless of whether there is a shortage of labor. We should never invite these people in. Mm -hmm. Those are, in my view, the extreme views. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like to consider myself uh, a a bridge builder. I, 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 I am a result of, of, of very, uh, literally, uh, I don't know if I call it bridge building, but yeah. but, uh, but having a, a, an, a West African grandfather yes. uh, and, and, and three uh, Danish um, uh, grandparents. Mm-hmm. I am a mix. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now this is, of course, I, I don't I'm, My mother is a, back in the days, we used to say uh, mulatto. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's probably not uh, politically correct any longer. So mm-hmm. I have to find something else. Mm. I'll have to call my mother something else (laughs) Uh, we'll manage Um, uh, but I think I I would wish that that we would have that we could have a discussion where we where we're not naive where we look at the broad picture but where we have a common interest in reaching out to each other and see how we can make that work and also give a little leeway to I mean some of these women that our prime minister uh, were talking about for some of them i mean let's face it if you've been here for 25 years you do not master the danish language language um, and you some of them ha- have uh, health issues mm-hmm. diabetes whatever mm-hmm. it's going to be very very difficult to find the right job for some of these women. yes yeah. yeah maybe we should concentrate on the younger generation, where we where there's really something to uh, to um, to gain, mm-hmm. and if we look at at uh, I mean, as I mentioned before, in many ways, integration is actually moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, an increasing part of um, non-Western immigrants and their descendants, particularly the women, are um, um, getting education. Um, mm-hmm. Are contributing, mm-hmm. um, so and yes, we have a challenge, a specific challenge with some of the some of the boys, um, definitely. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think with a little more trust and a, a little less hostility and a little more sort of, <laughs> I was almost about to say a little uh, laugh <love, laughs> but, uh, but uh, <laughs> that's perhaps uh, asking uh, too, too much. much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love and understanding. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I mean. I might sound like an old hippie, uh, but, but I think with a little love and understanding, I think yeah. we
0: could actually. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, well, thank you for, for 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 going so in depth into that because it's it, it's it was just something I wanted to bring when you mentioned culture and, and, and integration. I, I it just opens floodgates. Yes, it's yes. such a big conversation a topic. And I didn't actually mean to go that far into it today, but I, I really appreciate that because I can feel that it's a struggle for you because you you I, I can hear that you you recognize. The, the issues at hand, and you're, like it's 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 a maze to, to get through. But you're you're uh, you're trying your best to 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 hold hold kind of a, a balance and understanding on all sides, and, and which which I, I appreciate you you uh,
1: I you I am trying I mean, yes it, yes it, I, I personify yeah balance yeah uh, I've also been I mean now that I've also been challenged by uh, this whole uh, identity politics, Black Lives Matter, yeah. and all that. Yeah. I actually wrote a, an opinion piece uh after that demonstration my my, my son and, and I, he wanted to go so we went together mm-hmm. and then it uh, then there was this discussion that that the, the colored people should all black people should mm-hmm. should 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 be in the front and white people should be uh in the back or, mm-hmm. or shouldn't participate at all
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then there my son and i i mean i'm a quarter african he's an eighth mm-hmm. uh, my mother's half my mm-hmm. grandfather is african mm-hmm. it was a where are we supposed to, yeah. to be? I mean, uh, in the middle, or, yeah. or, uh, or yeah. in, the, in, in the definitely in the maybe not in the middle, but in the in the in the third quarter of this demonstration. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. it, it, it it can't work. I mean, yeah. it's it's simply a wrong approach. Mm. Uh, if you ask me, yeah, um,
0: that that's a whole different. Like if, we, if, we could because yes. that's getting to like a <laughs> new. I read an article about new liberalism and and, and like it, like kind of toxic liberalism and like it, it's, it's it's
1: it's there's lots. Yeah. It's
0: a big conversation.
1: We'll take that one later. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but um, and and that's a good point. Coming right back around, we will talk about it later because. Uh, Thank you so much for coming in to me today, David, and explaining, uh, giving me an introduction into politics and your life and and, and the, how it works in Denmark. But uh, also you'll be contributing in future to give us an ongoing uh, idea of, of Danish politics. And I think that's going to be incredibly beneficial to the show and to the listeners. Uh, and I thank you very much for your time. We've gone past what we, we said we would. And I know you've been up all day already, so I'm going to let you go. Uh, but thank you so much for your time and uh, a fascinating conversation.
1: But well, thank you for inviting me in, and I will be happy to uh, come back and uh, contribute with whatever I can. That was fascinating. It really was. Thank you to David.
0: He was incredibly um, candid and mm. open, uh, which is really refreshing and interesting. It's always the fear when you get someone in politics because you know they are they're they're trained. Yeah,
1: I don't know if David is, but uh, well, sure
0: he 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 knows how to approach a conversation. But it it felt really like mm. honest, and you could feel that he was. You know, even him, he's struggling with, like, these issues and, like, he he didn't have just a, this is the party line, this is the answer. You know, we really discussed them, which was really cool. Yeah. Fascinating. Refreshing. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, David will be joining us again uh, in a few weeks' time, uh, giving us uh, a political analysis and his political expertise... In our uh, political segment that we'll be uh, bringing forward in the show. Look at Uh, us. I know. Look (laughs) at us grow.
1: Look at us grow.
0: (laughs) All right. That is The sixth Show. Uh, Check out next Friday's uh, news roundup for a roundup of the news in Denmark and uh, some hot tips for the week ahead. Uh, Otherwise, stay coping. Yeah, I agree with that.